For too long, healing has been seen as a scary and even negative experience, but I believe that healing should be an exciting and empowering one. I'm your host, Kristen Vandenhubel, and in this podcast, you will learn all about making the connection between your physical and mental health from my experience as a student of naturopathic medicine, as well as from guests with experience in all areas of healing. Join me for another authentic conversation and be ready to get real with your health. Welcome back, my lovely, lovely friends. Today's episode is going to be all about how to navigate the changes in seasons, and specifically from changes from the warmer months, the summer season, to the fall, the winter season, these transitions, because I think the transition into the colder seasons from the warmer seasons are typically a bit tougher than that into the warmer seasons, and it probably depends on where you live. But for me personally, I know I have struggled with this, and I know quite a few people based on who I've talked to and some polls and such that I've done on Instagram, people really do struggle with the change to the colder seasons. And so I thought I would kind of share how I navigate the changes to the seasons and how I kind of adapt my routine, what that looks like, how I make it a little bit easier to do these transitions because I think that's really important. But before we get started, you know that we have to do the mindful moment of the week. So this week, my mindful moment kind of revolves around being okay with resting, even in the middle of the day, which is something that I really struggle with. I have this kind of mindset that I have to be working, working, working until, you know, 6 to 8 p.m. And then after that, it's okay to rest. But I really struggle to let myself just do nothing or watch Netflix or just relax during the middle of the day, even when I really need that. And so this is something that I'm navigating and learning. And even with some help from my roommate recently, she kind of encouraged me to, you know, slow down and really just kind of focus on what I need. So for instance, last Monday I woke up, I was just having one of those days, my mood was super low and I was not feeling like doing anything at all, but I was trying to force myself to do that. In the end, you know, even after a couple of hours of trying to get myself out of this funk, I still was in it and just feeling so tired and depleted. And then the following day, I had a 12-hour shift. So obviously, that's not a good mix. That's not something that I want to bring into my next day when I need to be present with patients and to be just talking and speaking with people and really out in the world. So she encouraged me to really take this break midday and do what I need to to kind of get back into the right mindset to really rest my body. And she said, you'll thank yourself tomorrow for this. And she was right because I took some time to just sit in bed, watch some Shit's Creek, which is one of my favorite shows. So I was just watching some episodes while just relaxing in bed, kind of closing and resting my eyes. And after that, I slowly started to kind of come out of this funk. And then I made myself go to the gym, even though I really didn't want to, and just move my body. And that felt so, so good. I actually had one of the best workouts, which, you know, is typically how it goes is the days that you feel like you really don't want to work out. When you get yourself in the gym, you actually feel so ready to go and more present and just like really in it in your workout. So it was kind of one of those workouts. I felt really good. And The next day, I actually felt quite uh, rested and more ready to go for the day. 
So that's my mindful moment, but I really want to know your mindful moments as well. So send me a message on Instagram, send me an email, and I will tag you on our stories and just share your mindful moments because I love hearing what your mindful moments are and how they relate to kind of the things I'm talking about and it makes me more mindful myself. So share your mindful moments. We all want to hear them. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode because I'm excited about this one. Let's kind of start with just talking about like the changes of seasons in general. So according to traditional Chinese medicine or TCM, the season of autumn is associated with organization, order, communication, the mind, setting limits, and protecting boundaries. It's a good time to finish up projects that you started in the spring and summer. It's great for harvesting the bounty of your hard work. Fall is a time for organizing your life, getting ready for the winter season ahead, and coming more inside your body and mind to reflect on your life. Whereas during the summer, it's more of the external, so traveling, playing outdoors, kind of being on the outside of things. So the season is really about your emotions of letting go which can be a difficult process, especially for those of us who love the summer season. So that's kind of the traditional Chinese medicine perspective on the changes of season. And I think it's very relevant. A lot of us struggle with this change. There's a lot of different things, you know, we're changing from the longer days where we were kind of able to do a lot more things after a work day. The days are warmer. We could be outside more easily. There's a lot of activities happening. And now we're moving into a slower season where things are kind of slowing down, closing down. There's not as many activities Days are shorter, we're tired earlier in the day because of our melatonin production. So all of these things kind of play into that transition. It's a big transition, especially as we move towards winter and we're getting ready for those even colder and slower days. And so I personally struggle with this, especially knowing dealing with seasonal affective disorder, knowing that those shorter and darker days are a lot harder on my mental system. And it's kind of like a grief or morning of the summer season because I absolutely love summer. I really thrive in summer. I love being outdoors. I love being in the sunshine. So it's hard for me when it's not always accessible, especially here in Canada when things get cold pretty quickly and for quite a long time and it can be gray and dark and dreary and that's really hard on my system and a lot of us struggle with that. So I've always kind of dealt with this difficulty with change in general, but especially with the seasons, especially while in school, it's really hard for me to let go, especially when you kind of move from summer when you have summer break or you're just kind of working and you're on this schedule and now you're moving into the school season where there's tasks to do, not just in that nine to five period because you're going to classes in that time, but then you have to go home and do that work afterwards and it's like more working instead of playing, which can be really difficult for us to let go. But there's some things that I've done to adapt or learn to adapt during these times of changes that have kind of helped me. And I think it's really beneficial for people to hear what other people do. Maybe you can implement some of this into your routine. Maybe there's ways you can change your routine or modify it in a way that's still your routine, but just a slightly different for the change of seasons. And so when it comes to difficulties with this change of season, I have always really loved just the idea of the beauty that comes with every season. So with fall, you know, that's the changing colors of the leaves. It's these gorgeous colors and the feeling, the smells, the pumpkin spice, the food that's created in fall. 
Thanksgiving, so coming together because here in Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving in October rather than November. And so that's something that I look forward to. It's coming together. And again, it's that bounty, you know, all the food, the harvest, enjoying all those kind of things. And then Halloween, of course, I'm always a big holiday gal. So I just love like the Halloween type movies, the fall music, the slow music, that kind of stuff is what I use to adapt into these new seasons. And I find that this at least gives me something to look forward to. It gives me a little bit of a brighter perspective for the season because I struggle with that change so much. And I think I really mourn it at the beginning when like things are changing, when school's starting, when people are talking about a new season, because it feels like there's such a big and drastic change. Whereas typically the seasons actually kind of slowly roll in. There's those slow changes to the weather. It's slowly getting colder. The leaves are slowly changing. The days are getting shorter, but you know, only two minutes per day. So it's not like a drastic change, but it's when these big changes like summer break to a new school year. That's really difficult for me. Although this year it was a bit different because I've been in clinic all summer, so it didn't quite feel the same way. But I still hear people talking about these changes, and it really is just a reminder that there is this new transition in play, and it's kind of like mourning what just was and what felt like it just started because summer is just so short. But I know a lot of people love fall too, so maybe there's things you can just learn in general to integrate into your life if you are someone who loves fall and winter. But if you love summer and you're like me, then these tips will definitely be helpful. So one thing that I really like to implement is new routines. So it's changing it up, making it exciting because again, things are so different in the summer with being busy all the time, going to bed later, having so much to do. Whereas now it's like, let's focus on ourselves. And so what I like to do is really make things cozy when it comes to the fall and winter season. I like to have my cozy bedding. I like to make sure I'm nice and warm when I'm in bed. My cozy pajamas. I like to slow down and wind down before bed rather than just hopping into bed. I like to have more nights to myself rather than being out with people and just like really reflecting on my day or the past season and you know, all these changes that are coming into play and really just listening to my emotions. I think this is a really big part. So how I change my routine or my current change of season routine is going to bed a little bit earlier. You know, in the summer, it's typically midnight to one o'clock. And in the winter, for me, I like to kind of be in bed around 10, 10 sleeping for 11, 11 if I can, which is, I mean, in general, what we should all be doing all season, but it's definitely not easy to do. And so being a night owl, I also struggle with this. So it's just like these small changes that do work for your lifestyle and who you are. So going to bed, staying cozy, waking up in the morning and being cozy in bed when I can. It's the mood lighting. So using my salt lamp with that amber lighting that really gives that cozy environment. Fall candles, spending time with my thoughts. So this includes journaling about the changes that have happened and how I feel about those changes, where things are coming up and why they might be coming up and like really working on this and then implementing new things into my life that feel like they fit with this new season. Again, working on those indoor projects. So cleaning, taking things and reorganizing 
doing a lot more yoga inside rather than going for those outdoor walks. Although I really strongly encourage continuing to go for outdoor walks in the fall and winter seasons because they're just as important. We actually need that vitamin D and the exposure to the light even when it's cold outside. So definitely still encouraging going for those walks, but maybe it's not the every single day walks or the long walks that you would typically go on, especially because it's darker earlier. So it's not like you can come home from work and go for a walk necessarily, just depending on where you are. So doing things like yoga that slows your body, but still moves your body. It's really going inwards, feeling everything from inside, being intuitive to what your insides need, really just listening to yourself and your intuition and really kind of coming back to yourself. Because in the summer, because we're so busy, sometimes we lose that connection to ourselves. We're not spending as much time with ourselves. We've been so busy. We have so many plans. And so this makes it really difficult. It's reading books before bed rather than watching Netflix as much or it's watching those cozy Netflix movies, those fall movies, whether it's the cheesy Disney movies, the Hallmark type movies, whatever it might be, whatever makes you feel calm, relaxed, and cozy, I think is really important. Cozy is just kind of the word for the season. Another important change for a new season is eating foods for the season. So going back to the traditional Chinese medicine perspective, we want to eat foods that are warming for the system when we get into the fall. Summer is really about those cooling foods, so things like salads, fruits, smoothies. Those are all the cooling type foods, but obviously as we get into the colder seasons, we want to be warm from the inside rather than cooling our body off even more because that's going to cause an imbalance. So root vegetables are a really nice warming food. Things like squash, things like carrots, things like sweet potato. These are all very warming foods. We want to include a lot of spices, so cinnamon, ginger, turmeric. These are all very warming too. So including those either in your cooking or as teas to really warm your body, to warm your insides. These are all really important because in the colder season, since it's colder, our bodies are typically colder. We want to warm things up to cause this balance. So we're not having our bodies be too cold because that can cause deficiencies and stasis with the blood, with your chi, with your life force. Whereas when we look at summer, we're hot typically because of the hot weather. We want to consume those cooling foods to cool our body down because we're already hot and we don't want an excess of heat, which can also cause difficulties with our blood, imbalances in our chi, our life force. So we want to really be intuitive about what we're consuming. So I encourage you to have a lot of teas before bed, a lot of herbal teas. Again, the ginger, the turmeric, things like cinnamon, including those in your cooking, in your baking. These are all very warming foods and I'm I'm even feeling like I'm so excited talking about them because it just makes you feel cozy inside. So encouraging more of those kind of changes to your daily routine. They're really small, but they're also really important to kind of feel more energized, revitalized during this cooler season where we might already feel kind of cold. So really focusing on those warming practices. And then something that I really like to do during these seasons when I'm already kind of down is just adding these small things to my routine that makes me happy. So that's lighting more candles throughout the day, taking more baths, doing that calming, relaxing yoga before bed or in the morning, doing my meditations with a blanket wrapped around me, 
decorating for the season and watching those like seasonal type shows and movies all of these things just like really get you into the mood add a small bit of happiness to your daily routine where you might not have done that in the summer or had time to do that in the summer it's now focusing on these kind of routines and just like really getting cozy that's my last tip is just doing what makes you feel cozy when we feel cozy we feel comfortable we feel safe that's really really important But I want to encourage that you still connect with people in your life because when it comes to winter, when it comes to fall and the cold weather, it's really easy to separate ourselves from other human beings to try to just stay within ourselves. And although we do want to focus on the inner work, focusing on ourselves, being cozy, staying warm, going to bed earlier, we also want to encourage connection because these are the times where we often feel more distant from people in our lives. We're less likely to get an invite or invite other people to go to a patio to eat dinner or have some drinks. We're less likely to, you know, do parties and stuff unless it's for the holidays. And so it's important to continue to do these things even when the seasons aren't necessarily very encouraging or don't make it easy. So making sure you're staying connected to people. And because we live in the world that we do, it's a lot easier to do that. So whether it's FaceTiming your friends, your family, uh, just sending a quick little message to somebody in your life saying, hey, I hope you're doing okay. I miss you. These are all small but really significant actions that you can do to stay connected to other people during these difficult seasons. So I think that's a good place to end today's episode. I think it's important to understand how significant these changes to our routines can be during the shift in seasons, during the transitions. Because as the seasons transition, we also need to. We need to adapt to that. And these are just small things for those who struggle with those changes. So in today's episode, we talked about my difficulties with change, how I've adapted slash learned to adapt to change, what my new routines look like, how to adapt a new routine, eating foods for the season, adding small things that make you happy and getting cozy, as well as my current change of the season routine. These are all things we talked about in today's episode, and I want to hear what you do during these transitions and how you're going to adapt new things into your routine come the change of season. So make sure you send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. All of that is linked down below for you guys. And otherwise, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it. Please rate and review the podcast. That really means so much to me and it helps me to evolve this podcast to be something that you guys really enjoy. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time. I know it's so precious to all of us. So thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. 